Welcome to Witch Theater. This is Kylie, the house-haunting witch. This is V, the cauldron-stirring witch. <laughs> we're starting a series. Woo-hoo! So we're going to be covering the entire series, <laughs> all nine, I think, seasons of the original 1960s Bewitch, starring Elizabeth Montgomery herself, Lil' Miss Twitch. <laughs> and we're going to be doing six episode increments. Um, every third episode of Witch Theater is going to be Bewitchy Goodness. So we'll have a cute witchy movie, a spoopy movie, and then Bewitched until we finish the series or we get bored. Time will tell. Kylie <laughs> will be bored already, but I'm going to stick it out as long as I possibly can. Our Virgo hearts are like, we can't cover just a little bit of Bewitched. So we'll no, see how this goes. We're going to do this. We are going to do We're doing this. the entire... <laughs> Doing all of Bewitched, okay? Maybe maybe the episode increments will increase because I heard that seasons eight and nine were shit, so. Well, I know at some point they replaced Darren and just don't talk about they it. They replaced Darren. Elizabeth Montgomery is married to the director, William Asher, and they're getting divorced, like, towards the end of the series, Ooh. so. so yeah, that that's got to make that, yeah, that's got to make a, the show really fantastic. so since we're going to spend question mark number of episodes on this series instead of spending a whole ton of time on the players we're going to do a little bit of bewitch trivia about each of the actors as we go along but we have to we have to start with elizabeth montgomery of course the queen so fabulous elizabeth montgomery whose middle name is victoria which is my real name I know. Elizabeth Victoria Montgomery. It sounds like a legit regal name. It it. is. What's your middle name? Rose. Oh, that's pretty. It's actually a family name, too. Like, we're carrying it down um, down the the female line. So If you have a girl, Rose will be in her name? Yep. That's beautiful. I might not have kids, so my brother might carry it down. Right. Someone will. Someone will carry it down. (laughs) (laughs) So, Elizabeth Montgomery, she's an Aries. Okay. I don't know many Aries. My mom is an Aries. Oh, fun. Yeah. So, Elizabeth Montgomery was born April 15th, 1933. She's been married. She was married four times. (laughs) Good for her, girl. I mean. I like it. I like it, too. Um, Her mother, Elizabeth Allen, was a Broadway actress, and her father, Robert Montgomery, was a film star, and she was born in Hollywood, so she really didn't have a choice, it seems like, to become an actress. (laughs) She sounds like she came from, like, Barrymore level of ready to go. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and she she is a fabulous actress. Um, Oh, she's she's great. Super beautiful. So, and she's, I mean, everybody knows Bewitch. She's one of the most iconic women in television history. Um, so our other main characters are Dick Clark, at least for <laughs> now, who plays Darren. <laughs> and Agnes Moorhead, who plays the absolutely delightful Endora. Endora saves this show for me. She is the only part of this show that I legitimately looked forward to. Anytime she was on camera, I was like, I am here for Endora. And Dora is sarcastic and yep. great and a great mother, honestly. Um, and very poignant. All of her points are very on topic and very a- ahead of her time. I agree. I agree. Actually, I feel like a lot of this show is, is kind of ahead of its time. No, nope. there's a nope. lot of. We will fight over that. Fine. I think there's a lot of good feminism things in here, you know, but all right. Now, maybe there so, is as we go on. The first six episodes, I would disagree. 
All right. Well, there's one episode in particular, but we have to oh, get to yeah. it. So we got to creator Saul Sachs got the idea from movies I Married a Witch, 1942, and Bell, Book, and Candle, 1958, which we absolutely should try and cover. Yes, but they're we old do. movies, so we'll see if we have to, we can find them. Um, I'm sure we can he, buy them on Amazon for like $2.99. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Saul Sachs actually didn't work on the show beyond the pilot. The series director was, yep, he just did that pilot. He wrote the pilot and uh, created the show. But other than that, there were, he really didn't do anything else. Um, Series director throughout the entire series, which is weird for television these days, because normally you have a lot of different directors. But William Asher, who was married to Elizabeth Montgomery, they had gotten married earlier the year that the show started in 1963. Um, but they were married the duration of the show. They got divorced right after the show stopped. Okay. So, yeah, I know. It's... Does that have anything to do with casting her? I mean, she's great. Don't get me wrong. I think she's lovely and great at, great as Samantha. But, like, that's a little, that's a little, not nepotism. It's just weird. Well, like, that happened a lot because, like, Lucille Ball, yeah. when they asked her to do a show, she said she wasn't going to do it without Desi Arnaz, who was Although, her husband. Although, she is a whole nother queen. Lucy, yes, is my hero. I know. I love. She's beyond. Let's not even. We can't even compare because that no. show was legitimately feminist at points. Oh my god, I love that show. The whole concept is feminist. The fact that she is the oh, okay. Anyway, this one I have some problems with. I did enjoy parts of it. I really hated other parts of it. So we'll get into it as you go. Let's get into it. So we're gonna try and cover all six episodes and try and. Be snappy. Please. <laughs> As the editor, please. Let's be snappy. <laughs> Episode one, I Darren Take This Witch Samantha, which is cute. a cute title. Very cute. Um, So it's a cute but cheeky opening. Um, You expect that for a sitcom in the 60s, right? Yeah. There's a narrator who is like a typical American boy and a red, or yeah, red-blooded American boy. A red-blooded boy American man and a typical American woman or whatever. Oh, sheesh. So Samantha is our witch, and Darren Stevens is our mortal husband. I love that they call him a mortal. I know. <laughs> I do like that. Ah, so like these witches, I guess, are uh, immortal, which makes me really happy because the, I have high hopes for that <laughs> myself as a witch. Uh, and Dora definitely is. She talks about like Cleopatra and Caesar. So yeah, and Dora definitely is. And that's a question I've had. I had as I watched it, I was like, so they're married, but we're not going to talk about the fact that she's going to way outlive him. Yeah. Slash, we don't know how old Samantha really is. True. Mm. Ooh, true, true, true. So um, Samantha and Darren fall in love. They get married. Within the first minute, because this is a show about newlyweds. <laughs> yes. They're on their honeymoon, and Samantha, her first little witchy trick, she does her cute little nose twitch, which I try to emulate all the time, but I can't get right. Do you do that? Do you try to do that, Kylie? I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, but she makes her broom fly across the room, and... Her broom? Brush. <laughs> I'm in the witchy mindset, you know? Yeah, it was great. I prefer a broom, but yeah, she didn't brush her hair with a broom. <laughs> she did not. That would be epic. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Dora shows up and she tries to take Samantha away because she thinks that Samantha has been enchanted by a male witch. I like that they call it a male witch and not a mm-hmm. warlock or a wizard. Me too. Me because too. Patrick and I have this debate almost every single week that a male witch shouldn't be called a witch. But that's a whole other thing. 
That's just some misogynistic bullshit. We're going to talk about it on Mystical Millennial Podcast at some point. (laughs) Y'all stay tuned. We're going to have a big-ass blowout. (laughs) Um, So Endora... um, Who is her mother? Yes, Endora, who is dressed in this purple and green flowy thing and with this amazing, like, completely epic blue eyeshadow like oh god it hurts my soul it's so good it's and her hair up to like you know the eiffel tower it's so great (laughs) i love it like a skyscraper hairdo i just love it oh i love endora so endora tries to convince samantha that she needs to leave and samantha's like no darren's a perfectly wonderful mortal i want to be with him i chose to be with him and she's like you can't be serious Endora and Samantha are having this fight, and Darren keeps trying to come in because it's his honeymoon. And I do feel a little bit bad for Darren because he keeps getting cock-blocked. And in the 60s, they probably weren't having sex before they got married. The implication is definitely that this would be the first time having sex. Yeah. Although he looks 45 years old. The actor who plays Darren looks so much older than her, in my opinion. Right. Dick Clark is actually, I think he is only. Wait, um, like, are we talking Dick Clark's Rock and Eve? Did I write his name down wrong? There's no way his name is Dick Clark. Yeah, his name. Damn it, Kylie. Now I have to fact check myself. Dick York. Dick York. Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm memory keeping of that York. shit in. I am keeping that shit in. That's incredible. I did put Dick Clark in my notes like an asshole. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I read it, Dick and Clark. I was like, Dick Clark's rocking Eve. He looks very. Why did you correct me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was funny. Oh Jesus! See, and this isn't gonna even be edited because Kylie just wants to see a Virgo make a mistake. It's not gonna be edited because you already said Dick Clark in the beginning, and I don't want to re-record it. So, this is true. Okay. Dick York. Dick York is only five years older than Elizabeth Montgomery. He looks like he's lived a life. I think because he went to war. Because he actually he, has a oh, war injury. Shit. He died. He's number one. He's from Michigan. So cool. Dope. He died at 63, the year I was born. Oh, fuck. Poor guy. He died of emphysema, which makes sense with how much he's smoking in the show. Oof, I, oof. As some, I smoke, and I still think he smokes a lot. <laughs> it's that time period. All they did in the shows was smoke. Yeah. I mean, that's on, you know, any show. I Love Lucy was, like, rife with cigarette smoke. Yep. But, um, yep. Okay. So, Darren keeps getting cock-blocked. I do feel a little bad for him. He, nope. And I feel like he is misogynistic towards Samantha, but I wonder. Only he's a the product entire of his time. time. He's a product of his time. I don't care. I I also am upset about it, but, like, I'm just trying to... I don't know. You're being the know. devil's advocate, which I appreciate. However, it consistently pissed me off the entire six episodes, so I can't let it go. Because, because, I will even say in I Love Lucy, it was not this bad. That's true. It wasn't... And that was yeah. before this show. Yeah, that's true. I Love Lucy was airing... A good 13 years before this show. Um, All right. So Samantha finally tries to, uh, she tries to banish Andorra in a really ridiculous (laughs) spell. It's like Nicholas John Thomas, get B-U-C-K, that spells buck, and out goes you. And it's so ridiculous. I would never say that as a witch. 
She has no power compared to Endora. I mean, obviously, but yeah, I mean, it's a ridiculous spell. It's like even worse than some of the Twitches spells, but. How dare you insult Twitches? No, they're great. It's just that, you know, they <laughs> yeah, had to make yeah. everything rhyme and it's just horrifying. Um, this is worse. That one was worse for sure. It was really bad. And later it makes no sense. I will say there is a real plot point problem because later she does like a ton of spells completely fine just by wiggling her nose but this time she couldn't do anything without weirdly rhyming and pointing her fingers at her like maybe if you say it then it's more powerful because she has to banish another witch i think it's because someone different wrote this episode to the rest of them it's all sex yep (laughs) <laughs> I think okay. at the beginning it was supposed to be more she's a very young witch and was making this kind of crazy decision to marry Darren and then I think later to make it a longer show and to make it make more sense they switched that up but mm. I don't think yeah. it's a bad thing I just think it was a difference between a pilot and the rest of a series which is completely normal and pretty much the same for every TV show except if you're on Netflix because they don't really have pilots Mm. Yes, this is true. This is true. Oh, by the way, if you are interested in watching Bewitched, it is completely free. The entire series completely free on IMDb TV. Which I didn't know was a thing and is kind of hard to use, but it is convenient. It is very convenient. I've watched a couple of movies and you get very, the ads are very far spaced out, but it's completely free. It's really nice. And one of the ads is at the end. So like, just skip it. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, even when you watch movies, I we watched, uh, uh, I won't remember, but I think we only had three ad breaks the entire two-hour movie, so that was really nice. good. Nice. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, so, and Dora finally decides to leave because, probably because she's just sick of arguing with Samantha, and she's like, <laughs> well, well, we'll talk later. You know you know how it is with moms and daughters. You're just like, yep. all right, dumb girl, you'll come to your senses. Um, Samantha decides she's going to tell Darren that she's a witch. Um, I mean... Don't keep secrets in your relationships, y'all. It's not a good idea. (laughs) She probably should have told him before they got married, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, because so there's this whole thing where she tries to convince him she's a witch and it's really ridiculous and she enchants the ashtray and she um, hocus pocuses him up a drink and all of his stuff and... I thought that was one of the cuter moments of that. I thought it was cute, too, because he's just like, I really need a drink. And then there's a drink. It's like, with a straw and a cherry. And, like, all the things start popping up. Super cute. Um, But they decide they're not going to talk about it. They're going to enjoy their honeymoon. The next thing we see is Darren talking to his best friend, his doctor, uh, not his boss, some like he t- a bartender and tells everybody that his wife is a witch and he doesn't know what to do. And all I could think about is how awkward is the rest of that honeymoon if he's seriously thinking about how to deal with the problem of his wife being a witch? Because he says, I can't, he tells Samantha, <sighs> I've decided I can't give you up. And I'm like, that was on the table? Divorce was on the yes. table just because she's a witch? This is my problem with the inherent the inherent plot of the first six episodes it might get better i've never seen past these six episodes the fact and it is brought up later and dora brings it up the fact that he is not okay with her being a witch not only for the fact i understand in the beginning maybe being surprised of course that's like understandable i would be stoked because like she can make a drink appear whatever i want at that exact yeah, how is he not time excited about that how is that not great But also the fact that he, they then, which you'll talk about, but they make a deal that she won't 
do magic. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want your wife to be able to, like, just snap her fingers and make your dinner or, like, get you a drink? Like, he literally asks for a drink and he's like, you have to make it yourself. And Samantha... Fuck you, Darren! Right? Fuck Darren. But, like, Samantha is excited and she's, like, making all of these concessions and I'm just like, oh, my God, girl. Like, this is not going to work. That is where my problem with the show lies. Like, if, she's just, like, so excited to right. have a boy, I mean, a husband. I almost said boyfriend. <laughs> Same. But even if he was like that and they portrayed her as standing up to him more, I would be so much more okay with it as far as gender rules being discussed and showing that things can be different or showing that things are maybe wrong or even just discussing the problems of having like very secure gender roles of he goes to work and she's a housewife but in the first thing in the first scene he says you need to learn how to be a suburban housewife mm-hmm. and she's like okay great I'm like fuck that shit you're a goddamn witch you can make things appear out of nowhere you're apparently invincible like, you can't die? You're immortal? Like, these are amazing things. And Darren's like, no, I need you to have my breakfast ready every morning. And I, and I could if I snapped my damn fingers. But you won't let me snap my fingers. You want me to struggle. And that just feels shitty to me. Yeah, it is shitty. It is I just hate, I fucking hate Darren is really. Let's talk more about how much we hate Darren because the next scene is his ex coming to see him and she kisses him full on the mouth. Beautiful. She's so beautiful, but fuck Sheila. Fuck Sheila. Oh, if I could look like anyone in this world, it might be Sheila. She is so stunning. She she doesn't have enough curves for my taste. Well, <laughs> but I just, her really face. Beautiful. I literally just mean her oh, face is oh my so God. beautiful. So pretty. So pretty. Okay. So like Sheila shows up. She's apparently been in the Bahamas for months. Same. Question mark. Yeah. Same. Like yeah, like I would love to do that. So apparently they're both high society cuz you know, uh Darren is an ad man. So like <laughs> Okay, madman, calm down. So is he like fucking Don Draper? <laughs> Oh, I that's a whole nother thing. I hate Mad Men, but that's a whole other thing. Mm, I mean, I don't I just really, which is a theme, I really struggle to watch shows with misogyny, even if it is known and it's a part of the show. It's just hard for me to watch because that's not how I was raised and it just pisses me off. No, I get it. No, I'm. And this was it, not. It, they didn't. This wasn't on purpose. This was the time period. Like, they right. weren't like, we're making Darren a misogynist. And no, like, this is no, just... Darren was just a typical house, yep. uh, t- house husband, a typical <laughs> husband. Yes. Can we switch roles on Darren and Samantha for one day? And then Darren can be like, actually, you should use your magic. <laughs> right. It would take one day. That's what they did in I Love Lucy. Yep. Oh, my God. Like, if we just And then did she that went one... to work. Oh, Patreon that, will do I Love Lucy. We really have to be okay, like just for y'all to know, so in case you're curious, the can the famous candy episode. Yeah. That's the episode. Lucy and Lucy and Ethel swap roles with the boys. The boys take care of the house. The, that episode is so good. It's it arguably it's so the best episode in the entire series. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, okay. So Sheila invites Darren and 
Uh, she Who is knows his ex-girlfriend, right? His ex-girlfriend. Kisses him full on the mouth. Is like, oh, we're just having a little potluck, get together, sit on the floor kind of thing. So but Darren knows he's married. Yeah. Darren and Samantha show up to this mansion, and Samantha's like, immediately like, I don't know about this. They walk in. Sheila kisses him on the mouth again. Oh, And Samantha's like, hello. Bitch. Hello, I'm right here. And, like, Sheila immediately starts, like, shitting all over Samantha. Puts her at the end of the table. Seats Darren right next to her. By the way, why didn't Darren say anything? This fucking spineless jellyfish. Because he's a jellyfish. He's not even scary enough to be a jellyfish. He's like an earthworm. Hmm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Men are worms. Sorry. <laughs> Men are worms. <laughs> ah. So um, Samantha is sitting at the end- other end of the table talking to this other gentleman. And he says, oh, Sheila's just so beautiful. She never has a hair out of place. She owns her own plane, you know. And then he asks Samantha, do you fly? And she goes, oh, yes, because she means on a broom. Yep. <laughs> she sure does. <laughs> I just love it. Oh. Sheila keeps flirting with Darren and talking about old times and fucking with Samantha about her face and her hair and all of this stuff. Ugh, which is so wrong. Samantha's so pretty. They're pretty in very different ways, but they're both beautiful women. Yeah, Absolutely. So Samantha's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And of course what she means, she's going to magic. So she magics, uh, you know, Sheila getting gunk in her teeth and like spilling food all over the place. And And her hair out of place. And her hair out of place. And it culminates in this great thing where her dress falls off. (laughs) And Darren tries to zip it up and Samantha like magically kicks him in the butt. But the door blows open and so, and Sheila's hairpiece flies away. Which is incredible. And I will also say, incredible. if my person, if this was, I mean, I have anecdotes about exes. So, Darren knows that Samantha's done oh all of this God, witchcraft. Oh my God, it's already been 25 minutes. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So, the pilot is really long. It feels like yeah, it goes Yeah, the pilot hours. is the, definitely the biggest episode. It has the most information. I didn't even have notes for the last three. Like, I had nothing. Yeah. All right. So, so I like the note. So, they, they come back home. They're in the kitchen. And and Darren's like, don't do that against Samantha. She's like, oh, it was hard to tell which which was which. And I thought that was adorable. <laughs> She's adorable. Just, just a little play on words. <laughs> the writing can be very cute, for sure. Yes. So, Dar- they're still newlyweds. So, Darren is like. You know, they're trying to kiss, and he's like, let's go to bed. She's like, I have to clean up the kitchen. He's like, don't take too long. She's like, so she enchants the kitchen clean. She's like, maybe I could taper off with the magic. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. If you're going to get dick or clean the kitchen, which one do you want to do? And if you can magic the shit away, why wouldn't you just go do that? Just go get the dick, and the kitchen is clean at the same time. I don't understand why at any point she was okay with not doing magic. There's plenty of things in her life that she does as a human, including getting dick. Like, that is a very human thing. So, why... The only things that she's solving with magic are the annoying things. The annoying things. Why wouldn't you clean up with magic? Why I don't. You? I don't clean up without magic. So, if I had magic like that, I would just snap my fingers and that shit would be done. I don't even take a shower without magic. Oh, my gosh. Fuck that shit. Only if I felt like it. Right. Otherwise, my hair will stay perfect. Fuck that. Girl. I mean, 
Everyday magic is fantastic. Okay? This Stir entire your show with- is goals for every girl I know who wants to be a witch. Yeah. This is the kind of shit you want to be able to do. Just, like, snap your fingers and have a drink in your hand. Snap your fingers and things be cleaned up. Snap your fingers and food be made. Like, it's the ideal. Nothing bad is happening because of this magic. No. That's the thing. Darren's a dick. All right. Next yep. episode. Episode two. Be it ever so mortgaged. God, it's, that's a terrible title, especially since the first <laughs> one was so cute. I, I think that they're pretty clever titles in general. I, yeah, I don't know. They're fun. We open on Samantha making an absolute fucking disaster <laughs> breakfast. And Patrick was watching this one with me. And the narrator is talking about the typical American housewife. And Patrick rolled his eyes so hard, I heard them in his head. Like, <laughs> my, my bless my husband. Because we, we share all of the duties in our house, which is great. Yeah. We actually like to cook together. But, like, fuck making a full breakfast like a like imagine do you know what an english breakfast is kylie yes and also imagine that she doesn't have to wake up for work she's just waking up to make him breakfast she's just waking up to make him breakfast she's already got to wake up an hour ahead of him who only has to shower and put his dick in his pants so he can come (laughs) sit down and have breakfast because she's got to she's got to make fresh orange juice she's got to fry bacon she's got to fry eggs she's got to make toast she's got to do all the shit that she's never done before because she's a witch and so the narrator is like it's pretty easy for an american housewife Except it's easy. He basically says it's easier if you're a witch because she just magics perfect breakfast. Yep. Oh, that sounds amazing. I thought that was kind of a nice moment because it was just like the sarcasm of her making a disaster of breakfast and the narrator describing how easy it is for a a typical Uh American housewife to make breakfast. And then he goes, except if she's a witch and then she magics the breakfast. And I'm like, this is an interesting commentary. Yes, it it is. And it's in every episode. Yeah, I love I love this like you could work your ass off or you could just magic it if you could, which is like <laughs> fucking hell. Wouldn't we all <sighs> wish that? All right. So that's the beginning of the ep- that's the cold open as it were. So yes. the next thing we see after the delightful opening credits, which I mean, <sighs> you don't like the bewitch theme? Oh, it's cute. I skipped it after the first time though. Oh no, I know too. Like, he, like watching six <laughs> episodes in a row is gonna be like da 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 da. There are lyrics somewhere. I think I heard Sinatra sing it one time. Well, the point is also that I tried to binge it today, and it binging wasn't a thing in the '60s. Kylie's not very happy. <laughs> Kylie doesn't love this show, and Kylie had to watch three hours of it today. <laughs> it's a lot. That is a fuck ton of Bewitched. And in the future, I will now know that I should break it up. However, I, when I'm not doing the recap, I like to watch it as close to the recording as possible so that I remember all my comments, even though I take notes. But I like to remember where my notes are coming from. So, for example, Twitches I watched that day. However, I've seen it before. But still, hmm. I watched it that day to keep it fresh in my mind. And I can watch it. We record at night so I can watch watch whatever it is during the day but when you have six hours of bewitched to watch it's a lot and from now on i'm gonna break it up into a couple days it is a lot it is definitely it's not a bingeable show it's not supposed to be it's not (laughs) it's super not it's super not 
but it's not. All right. So the next thing we see, Andorra is reading yes. Harpy's Bazaar instead of Harper's Bazaar, mm, which I very smart, just, very smart. It's these cute little like, if you know these things about like the fifties and sixties and these yeah. little like funny things. Um. So Samantha is making a fucking mess out of a cake, and Andorra is like. Why wouldn't you just magic the cake instead of doing all of this grubby, awful housework? And Samantha's like, I like it. It's fun. I want to surprise Darren with the cake. I want to punch you in your face, Samantha. Okay, but like, also, I bake. Baking is fun. Oh, my problem isn't with baking. My problem is with the fact that she's denying who she is. Yeah. It would be one thing if she said, I know I can do it. I could do it. I want to try this. That's very different from saying my husband doesn't want me to use magic, so right. I'm going to do this by hand. Like, right. I want to punch you in your pretty face. Which which comes up in a different episode. Yes. Which we'll, like, all yes. these conversations between Endora and Samantha, you find out more and more that Endora knows how to cook. She yep. knows how to do all of these things. because She chooses she li- not to, which is why she's my she, queen. That's what she said. She's like, I didn't say I didn't know how. I just prefer not to exert myself. Oh, I'm I wrote like, that down later. Yes. You wrote Bitch, that? yes. Like, and Dora, come on, baby. Like, she yes. said, She said, I don't believe in exerting myself. I don't believe in exerting myself. <laughs> that's the title of my memoir. That's, that's the title of this episode. I, yes, I don't believe in exerting myself, the Kylie Geniac story. <laughs> I think we already have two titles for your for your memoir. I think we I came have up many, with one. I have many titles for my memoir. It's one of my favorite jokes because I think it's really fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to ghostwrite your memoir really bad with all of the insane titles. No, I will only write my memoir. Can I edit it, please? Sure. I'm a Virgo. You can trust me. Yes, I can. I fully yes, you trust can. you. Oh. All right. So uh, Darren comes home from work and Endora creepily and visibly watches them, <laughs> yeah, which so is great. Like Samantha is like freaking out and Darren is like picking up on it. And he at one point is like, I've gotten more passionate kisses from my father. I'm like, that's oh. let's mm. not talk about that. Nope. When he would have been a little kid in like the twenties, fathers like didn't really kiss their kids. So that was a little creepy. Yeah, my grand my grandfather who was born in the thirties, um, he never his dad never told him he loved him. My dad was born in nineteen forty two and neither of his parents ever said they loved him. Hmm. Which is why he to this day tells me every single day many times he sings, Have I told you lately that I love you? And then he tells me that he loves me, and I have to give him at least one kiss and one hug a day. When we were little, oh my god! Every time I saw my dad, he had to give me a kiss and a hug. Oh yeah, my dad. Um, my dad took me to father daughter dances. Yep, me um, too. The girls, and like when I aged out of them, he started taking me to the navy ball. Oh yeah, I know yeah. the t- the year that I told my dad I didn't want to go anymore. I was his second daughter that went. My sister went a few years. I went to more than she did, but. I remember the last time I wanted to go, he was very sad. But it gets yeah. a little weird once you hit, like, 12. No, it's true. It's but true. when it's you're true. really... People say they're creepy, but I think when you're really litter, little, when you're really little, it's a sweet gesture to oh, no, go it to really dance is. with your dad. Well, but also, like, my dad We just sang... Me... We just danced to Butterfly Kisses and my dad cried every time. Oh, yeah. No, my favorite My favorite memory was um they played Shout. Yes! They always played Shout! 
I loved Shout. Like my dad. Oh man, that was my favorite one. I'm doing it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, my my dad and I when we danced at our wedding because um he made sure because I'm a, I'm a terrible waltzer or like regular dancer and my dad grew up in like Alabama so like he knows how to do like the box step and all that shit so like we were gonna do landslide for my wedding mm. and um the Dixie Chicks version yep that's beautiful song oh god the Dixie Chicks version is so good the too Dixie Chicks are everything I love them well they're the chicks now anyway like he made sure that I knew how we we like practice dancing and we had this whole big like flourishy thing like he actually, um, when we started dancing, he, he gave me a bracelet. Like, that was, like, part of his ceremony. Yeah, it oh. was. There's there's a really good picture because we do this, like, very dramatic, like, tango thing to start off the dance. And then we do this, like, box step to the Dixie Chicks. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, I have all dads, of us. Those... basically, on this show. We love our dads. We love our moms, too. Yeah, but I'm a daddy's girl. I'm a daddy's girl. I'm a, yeah. I'm a daddy's girl. I I actually had a mother-daughter dance at my wedding, too. We did uh, All About That Bass by Megan Trainer. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. It was great. It was great. Um, and then the DJ forgot to play my and my husband's song, so Patrick almost decked him. That was really fun. Oh, fun. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so, and Dora is, like, watching, at, like, Darren and Samantha, and, like, Samantha finally says she's going to go get Darren a drink or something. And Endora follows her into the kitchen. And, and oh, no, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Darren starts to talk to Samantha about buying a house. Uh-huh. Because that's what you do when you get married. You get well, That's what I thought. You get married, you buy a house. <laughs> and Didn't, they have a beautiful apartment, mind you. They really do. Um, and, and by the way, buying a house is not for everybody. We bought a house and sold our house and are now oh, renting wow. and there's no shame in not buying a house people okay uh it's just, it it it's a drain on the finances but anyway so yeah. darren's like we can we can buy this house and he's like we got to tighten our belts though we got to like you know feet flat on the ground nose to the grindstone and he's basically repeating some of this language and dora had said to samantha basically to say these humans they don't have any fun they're like always nose to the grindstone, feet on the ground, all this stuff. Darren continues to suck. Yeah, he continues to suck. And Sam continues to be like, whatever makes you happy. And oh. I... <sighs> No, that's not how relationships work, y'all. I mean, it can be, but it sucks. I... Are you happy when you're constantly conceding to what your partner wants? Apparently and not Samantha saying is. Mm-hmm. Welcome to 1964, when hell happened. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this is before the satanic panic. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they, the West Memphis Three, were innocent. They were. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Endora follows Samantha into the kitchen, and she gives the best speech yes. on witchcraft. So, I'm going to read it verbatim. I copied Ooh, it. Ooh, I love that. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna act for you all now because this hasn't been acting so far. <laughs> this is just us being assholes. We're Quicksilver, a fleeting shadow, a distant sound. Our home has no boundaries beyond which we cannot pass. We live in music, a flash of color. We live in the wind, and the sparkle of a star. <laughs> and you want to trade it all for a quarter of an acre of crabgrass? <laughs> and I would like both. Like, I would love a cute house like they get, which is a whole nother question. 
along with all the magic. Why can't you mm-hmm. have both? There's lots of magic in plants. <laughs> okay, well, yes. But if you she doesn't plants. have a cabinet of curiosities like I will have in my witchy house. With all my weirdest crystals and bones. Yes, I have animal bones. It's fine. It's so good, y'all. Bones are really fun. They're really fun, and they're ethically sourced. They're all found. They're not yes. killed for the bones. So. No, we don't. We don't. Just like last time where we said we don't promote sacrificing babies, we also don't promote sacrificing animals for witchcraft, nope. okay? No, we don't. No, no, no. However, if you find their bones after they naturally die, have them professionally cleaned or professionally clean them yourselves and send them to me. Mm-hmm. We at Kylie at Michigan. <laughs> That's my We're being in Florida. Yes. Like, we'll tell, if you DM us and you have bones... We will you can be a guest on the podcast. Addresses. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Kylie's losing her shit. Oh, She's watched too much Bewitch. I am. Um, I've lost my mind. Uh, all right. Samantha asks her mother to come look at the house with her the next day, and Endora is like, "Okay," because she loves her daughter and she wants to support her, even though she doesn't necessarily agree with her choices. So we go to the house. We meet the most annoying couple on the planet, Abner and Gladys Kravitz. Abner is a pig's name. Abner is a pig's name. Also, I would name a dog Abner. That's a cute name. That's a cute name. But not for a human man. So most of the rest of this episode is Samantha and Endora enchanting the yard, enchanting furniture into the house to try and visualize it, what it will look like. And Gladys keeps seeing it from her window. Yeah. yeah. And then it they disenchant it, so it goes away. And Gladys is, like, freaking the fuck out. And Abner is like, you're crazy. Take your medicine. Whatever. Which I wrote down, why is it funny that he's trying to drug his wife? Yeah. He keeps trying to get her to take this medicine. The entire shtick is him keeps saying, hims keeps saying, Jesus Christ. He keeps saying, oh, take a dose, take a dose. Have you talked to the doctor? Take a dose of your medicine. Have you had your med? Like, he's literally spoon feeding her cough syrup, which it looks like cough syrup. Mm. So he's basically getting her either drunk or high to try to get her to stop talking about the neighbors. And well, it's like I get it's funny that she like is seeing things and then being confused. Like drugging your wife is never funny. I don't care what year it is. Not funny. Mm-mm. 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 So um, Andorra, Samantha tries to convince Andorra to stay to be Darren because he's meeting him later. Andorra decides not to. Um, Darren shows up and um, Gladys is actually the one that knocks on the door. Darren thinks it's Endora because Samantha has been saying she was here. Maybe you can meet her. And uh, he hugs Gladys, hugs and kisses Gladys. And she freaks out because she's already super freaked out, which I mean, yeah, the, the yard and the furniture in the house was all enchanted yeah. and now it's gone. Like I, I would blame be Gladys. like, yeah, I don't blame no, Gladys. I don't blame Gladys. That's pretty much the last of the episode, except they go back to the house. They've bought it. And so they get to the front door and Darren says, I love you, Mrs. Stevens. And Samantha says the weirdest fucking thing. She says, I love you. Please believe that. Oh. And I think it's to set up Endora's joke because you pan up to the top of the house and Endora is sitting on the top of the house and goes, believe me, it'll never work. 
Yeah. And I'm like, it's just to set up the joke. It's such a bad, it's bad writing, though. Oh, yes, it's very bad writing. Most it's of the really show is writing. not written super well. No, it's not. But it's, it's all based know, on the concept. All yeah, of the joy yeah. of the show is based on Endora and the concept, in my opinion. Yeah, like Endora is, you know, trying to break da- Samantha and Darren up, which, valid. Yeah, I would valid. too. He sucks. I'm not on Darren's side in this whole thing. I'm I am on Samantha's side, which Endora is clear she clearly loves. I'm just on Endora's side. I'm not even on Samantha's side. Okay. All right. <laughs> Episode three. Woo. This is the one that made me like, holy shit, this is some they're bringing up some interesting shit. So episode this three one is, is hard for me to watch. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Um and I'm gonna go ahead and put a trigger warning. Um yes. because there is I guess I could just put like the hashtag Me Too trigger warning on it because there's I feel sexual like that's assault the... or implications of sexual assault. Thank you, Kylie. You said it a lot less awkwardly mm. than I did. It's so. okay. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> the episode is called "It Shouldn't Happen to a Dog." Um, mm. Sam mm. is cooking. Mm. Yeah, no, I know. It's a weird title. It's a weird title. Sam is cooking and Dora drops in. Um, she says again, she shouldn't be wearing herself out. Um, but there's going to be a dinner party. Uh, Darren is hosting a dinner party. Samantha is the one that is expected to cook for all of it. She's cooking everything herself. There's hors d'oeuvres everywhere. And she apparently does a good job. And she doesn't magic any of it, which is, I mean, good for Wait, Samantha. she didn't? She didn't. Oh, I thought she did. She was cooking all of it herself. You could see hors d'oeuvres all over the place. She was like, you know. I just assumed I was wrong. Oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so Darren is bringing home this big client who... His name is Rex Barker. Remember that name because it's a big old pun. Remember the title, ladies and germs? <laughs> so um, he sells baby food and they're trying to do an ad campaign for baby food. This guy is a misogynist. Like he is gross. He's the worst. Gross. He tries to do his own ad campaign. He says this baby food is so good. You hate to give it to your kid. Like Darren is like, let me handle the campaign. But they go to the party, and um, Samantha looks beautiful, is being the perfect Uh hostess. Um, Everybody's happy with her, and Rex is like, I haven't gotten to spend any time with her. And she goes over to him to, like, freshen his drink or something, and he's like, we should get to know each other a little better. You know what I mean? And Samantha, because she knows exactly what he means, and she's being, got the look on her face. I wish I could describe it. She knows he's such, and he's so creepy looking. He's so creepy. And he you looks- can tell they put a wig on him. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks even worse. Oh, my God. Oh, before this, though, like, so um, one of the party guests se- se- tells Darren that her his wife is a witch. And Darren freaks out. It's like, no, the way she threw together this dinner party, like, she's magical. I've never seen anyone put all these this food together so easily my husband says i can't do that in three weeks with 12 (laughs) maids like fuck you oh god sorry the misogyny just hits me deep it's so bad it's so bad so um samantha gets away from rex barker for a little bit but she's cleaning up outside at the this gazebo they have in their backyard yeah this house and by the way in the last episode all i talked about was how this house was shitty it's huge and beautiful Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a great house. I would love to live in that house. Oh, my God. Me too. So, Rex Barker is waiting for her at the gazebo. He gets like really a true handsy. predator. He's a predator. Oof. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she's, like, trying to be nice and, like, so. But not too nice. She she did a good job. She no, was clear. she did a good job. She was, like, you need to stop. And he's, like, no. And he keeps trying. He, like, trying to kiss her or whatever. And this is the part I don't understand. Darren comes outside looking for Samantha. And Samantha, instead of just, like, this guy's being a dickhole, turns him into a dog. I think the implication is that she knows he won't believe her. Which he doesn't. Yeah. She's right. Which he doesn't. That was what I got from it is either she knew he'd be super jealous and would ruin the deal. Mm-hmm. That because what's happening is Rex Barker, they're trying to make they're trying to land his business. His ad basically. account, yeah. Yep. Either that or she knows he won't believe her and so she turns him into a dog. Yep. Darren sucks either way. So they they go to bed. The dog is barking outside. They go they go to get the dog, and Samantha's like, "I'm sorry, that's actually Mr. Barker. I turned him into a dog." And Darren understandably freaks out. However, yeah. mm. however, mm. Samantha explains why she turned him into a dog because he was being handsy, and Darren literally says, "Well, look at what you're wearing." Yep. And Samantha's like, I was not wearing my nightgown at the time. Also, we don't like rape apologists or sexual assault apologists on this podcast. That's a hard stance we take. So if you disagree with us on that, get the fuck out. Let's just make something very clear right now. It does not matter what you are wearing. If someone touches you in a way that you did not ask for them to touch you, it is not okay. And the fault is on the person who touched you, not on you for wearing whatever you're wearing. You can wear whatever the fuck you want, sweetheart. You can be naked. That doesn't mean anyone gets to touch you. Thank you. And I will say it pissed. Like, I was actually, I was trying to do my eyeshadow at this point while I was watching it. As you notice, I don't have eyeshadow on. It kept turning out muddy and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, I was getting so ragey. Because he said all the things, and this is written in 1964, and he said all the things that people to this day say. To this day. It has been 50 years. 50 plus. No. No. Almost 50 years. Excuse. There's no excuse. So he literally says, it's what you're wearing, and then he says he doesn't believe her, and then he says maybe he was just drunk. And Samantha kicks him out of the room like a queen. Yes, she does. She does. She is strong to a point. I just wish she took it all the way. So here's the thing. Samantha understands that she is a housewife. And a housewife at this time. I know. I know. And I have nothing against. And I would just like to say. I have nothing against people who choose to stay at home. Raise kids. Stay at home. I would love to stay at home if I had a husband that made enough money for both of us. And we were comfortable. I would love to stay at home and do my hobbies and and take care of the house. I have no problem with that. And I don't have a problem with the other way around if the husband does it. The problem is that it was the standard. Right. She was not really allowed to go out and get a job. Right. That's the problem. It wasn't a choice. That's that's my issue with it. Let's let's just take another moment and explain something. Mm-hmm. A feminist is someone who supports the choice that a yep. woman has to be a housewife, to be a CEO, to be whatever the fuck mm-hmm. she wants. To be a sex worker. Yeah. To be a sex worker. And to by be the way. To be whatever they want to be. 
just since we're on the topic of feminism, oh God, we're never transgender stop. women are women. Jesus okay. Christ, why is that not even a question? I don't know. It has to be a question somehow. Okay, well. F- there is a really great account on Instagram that I follow called Feminist that I will share to our stories that you guys should check out. Fantastic. Yes, please. Uh, lots of- I have learned a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Including, you know, like you, huh, feminism is not white women going to be CEOs. That's- nope, nope. It's just allowing women to be equal and to do what they want. But that's the reason I say that this show is feminist because, like, I'm watching this episode and all of my feminism in me is just like, this is not okay. This is not okay. Like, this is a top. Like, that was all I was thinking about was talking about it on the podcast. It raises questions for sure. It raises questions. So, but let's get back to the episode. However, it answers them poorly. It does answer them very poorly, but it's the 60s. They didn't know the answers to these on television. Well, Lucy did in the 50s. So. All right, I do have to talk for a minute. I'm going to talk about a little bit happier thing. The dog that they cast is the cutest dog I've ever seen. He looks like a Muppet, and he's very attentive because Darren and Samantha are screaming at each other, and the dog keeps looking back and forth like a tennis match, and it's just like... I I feel like he was a Toto at some point. Like, he was such a well-trained dog. Very well-trained. Yep. Very well-trained. So, the, the dog gets out and starts fighting with the cat. Mm-hmm. And Samantha, which who who sent the cat? I did. probably. Oh my god, probably Endora. She did. She said because Endora shows up, and then she says, "And wait, Endora shows up, and Samantha says, what is he chasing after? What is that?'" And Dora says, "A pussy cat." So oh you know, god. Endora did it. Oh my god, Endora! You didn't even catch that. I didn't. Good for me. That was me. very subtle. Yeah, it was. Endora, the shit Endora does is what makes this show great, I swear. It really is great. It really is great. She's very subtle about everything. Like, she she tries to get Samantha back into the witch fold, but, like, everything else is quite subtle. She's just like, this is, this is the thing that happened, girl. All right. So, um, Samantha runs after the dog, changes him back into a human for a minute. He gets fresh again. She changes him back yeah, again. Gross! So gross. And so um, the police show up and... Oh, I will also say they establish that he won't remember what happens while he's a dog. Because in the beginning, I kept thinking he's going to, like, he knows she's a witch now. She's going to have to just leave him as a dog. But then he asks, or Darren asks, will he remember? And she says no. So just... Yeah. That helps the story. (laughs) Yes. The cops... um, are also skeptical about the way Samantha is dressed. It's a it's a nightgown that covers her entire body. Oh, it is more clothing than I have worn in a long time. It's more clothing than she was wearing at the party. Oh, way more. <laughs> way uh, more. The cops are the cops are like, stop being hysterical, lady. We'll take you home. We'll go look for your dog. So, a cab. <laughs> <laughs> Rest the cops who murdered Rihanna Taylor. Amen. I shouldn't laugh at that, but how did we tie that in? I'm not sure. We're always going to tie it in. It's important. We We still need to arrest the cops and murder Breonna Taylor. We won't stop until it happens. Hell no. Hell no. I'm going to frame my I'm going to frame my shirt when we finally get it done. When that happens, we will sign it and frame it and auction it off. Fuck yeah. And all and all of the rewards will go to her family. Oh. Oh fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. We have such a high standard of how it 
famous we're gonna be we're like our patreon when we auction off this t-shirt that's manifesting okay that's we're called manifesting, manifesting. this is literally this when we talk out loud about how famous we're gonna be that is witchcraft okay <laughs> that is witchcraft uh S- sam gets home darren apologizes to her um but she doesn't let him come back half ass yeah half ass apology sam and he's like let me just go get my blanket and i'll join you and she's like oh no and she shuts the door in his face like that won't be necessary that won't be necessary it's great like she's still she she runs the house okay she does uh the next day sam uh darren leaves for work they're still not talking sam gets uh calls the police they said they found the dog and it's at the vet the she goes to the vet this is ridiculous because I looked up, I always have to look up inflation rates. The vet says that it's $27 for the shot and the premium haircut or whatever. And nails clipped. You want to know how much that was, Kylie? I see your notes, so I know how much, but how much is it? $230. Which, as someone with two dogs and a cat, that is a high bill for one. That's high. That's very high. Yeah. Yeah. They must live in some ritzy they don't say where however i'm assuming new york city it's so i think they're in like long island because darren at one point says it's gonna take him like an hour and a half to get home yeah he's like i get off at six but i won't be home till 8 30 i'm like uh mm-hmm. and then he keeps talking about the train so yeah i think somewhere in the outskirts of new york in one of yeah the they boroughs. gotta be in like long island um they don't say because obviously that would be too specific for a show in the 60s they don't do that Again, I Love Lucy gave their specific address, which actually didn't exist. But still. where do they live in I Love Lucy? They say their address a bunch, like the apartment building and the number. Is it is New like, York? No, it's in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Sam, Samantha takes the dog back to the office, puts him in a broom closet, changes him back, and Barker is and super disoriented. And he looks very different. He does look different. He's got he's got a blue bow in his hair. <laughs> he looks more like a poodle. It's like a poodle cut versus like a shaggy dog. That's important. That's the only reason I pointed that out. Yeah. He he's super disoriented and um he uh Darren and Darren's boss come in to try and talk to him about the ad campaign and he's like I need a minute. I need a drink. And they're like sure, go into my office. Well, Sam is waiting in Darren's office. Sam, because I think she wants to give Barker a piece of his, a piece of her mind, says, hello, Mr. Barker. And I'm like, you could have just sat there and like, not. But uh, Barker. <laughs> you could have just not. You could have just you could, not. She could have just not. Barker comes over and starts getting fresh with her and starts nibbling on her ear, even though Samantha's like, fuck no. Darren walks in, sees what's going on, and punches him in the face because finally Darren has come to his senses. Yeah. But it's also, like, a problem with, like, the only version of male standing up for a woman is punching someone out. But I know. It's not. Will I be bothered if someone defends my honor by punching them out? No. I would not be bothered. I would be turned on. It would be. I'm just yeah, saying that, that he should have said something before he punched him out, basically. Yeah. Should have said, that is not okay. Boom. Punch in the face. Right. And I might add, knocks him out cold. Good job, Darren. It wasn't just a light punch. It took three episodes for Darren to be there for his wife. Yes. Like, be a good husband. Stand up. Stand up for the person he loves. Yep. Supposedly. I don't believe they love each other. You don't need to punch somebody in the face to stand up for somebody you love. 
But like, it's it's just nice to know that someone is there for you when oh, shit yeah. like that happens. I don't want to even talk about the rest of the episode because it's dumb. Darren quits and then gets hired back. No. Did he? Yep. Darren oh. quits and says I'm off this and then um, the piece of shit Rex, Rex Barker. Rex Barker. Comes to his front door and says, I'll only sign with the company if you run my account. But he's like from, and then Darren's like, oh, well, you think after everything that happened, I'd do that? And Rex is like, I've been punched out a bunch of times. And also, he's from Ohio, so he's never going to have to see him again. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. All right. For those of you that needed to skip ahead, we are done talking about the triggering episode. And we're going to move on to episode four. Mother Meet What's-His-Name, which I think is a great title. Yeah, I think so, too. I think there's some smart writing on this. I just, it's just the time period. There's just some not-so-smart writing, too. Yeah, all right. If I do say so myself, this is a good discussion about it. I agree. (laughs) We're great. We're great, guys. We're so good at this. (laughs) Witchcraft is about being there for other people, too. Like, magic is, magic is about helping people other than yourself to a certain extent and sometimes all that is is being like look you know transgender people oh transgender women are women transgender men are men they're not used to be women and not used to be men and all of that shit like that's sometimes as simple as witchcraft gets is using your own power which is your magic to do something good or bad just kidding <laughs> kylie you have to give an example i personally exam- never hexed anyone however i have participated in hexing donald trump and it worked bitches he's gone he's Almost. gone every time we had a discussion about trump within our coven i was like trump's gonna get fired so mode it be yeah that's the def- that's the extent of my hexing it's like manifestation i don't like bleed onto a picture of him or anything like that I'm no just, oh, although no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I learned that the f- shooting the bird, like the middle finger, is a form of binding somebody. And I think that's the worst hex that I've ever done. But I do it a lot. Episode four. Mother, meet what's his name. Uh-huh. I actually learned that Agnes Moorhead and Dick York were c- quite close off camera. Like, too close? No, like friends. Oh, okay. They were both interested in the same spiritual something oh cool yeah we open again with the narrator talking about the typical american housewife growing flowers and sam is terrible at it surprise surprise so she has these terrible flowers and here comes darren so she does her little nose twitch and makes the flowers look beautiful yeah i also just hate that the standard is she has to be great at everything but that's i'm just i'm just on my feminist like soapbox over here We're going to continue to be on the feminist soapbox. All right. So Sam uh, is trying. This is the scene where Sam is trying to cook. And Andorra is like, "Ah, I know I, you know, she gives her some tips on cooking and is like, I I didn't say I didn't know how. I just don't believe in exerting myself. Um, (laughs) Samantha tries to explain baseball to Andorra in the most hilarious way possible. She's like, they hit the ball and they run around the bases and then they try to win the series. And Andorra's like, a series of what? She's like, a series, which is like, yeah, some sports are kind of pointless. Not all sports. 
Oh, well. I'm not a big sports person. I'm a pretty big sports person. But I, I get the joke. Like, I get the joke that it's silly to just watch people run around chasing a ball. Like, yeah. I get mm-hmm. it. The neighborhood biddies come over. Wait, did you Samantha. did you re- reference Endora's suggestion about cooking? Yes. Because we also talked about it earlier. Yeah. She doesn't believe in exerting herself. She didn't say anything how. <laughs> That's just my favorite line. I had to make sure we covered it. No, it's such a good. Endora, has, Endora wins all of the best lines in yep. the show. Um, so the neighborhood welcome wagon come over. These three women, including Gladys Kravitz, if you'll remember, was the one that Darren kissed on the cheek and saw all the enchanted things. So she's very curious to get inside of this house because she knows something is going on. And um, these women are turning their noses up at the decor. By the way, they have a Picasso hanging in their living room. Do they really? <laughs> Yeah, the guy, it's a it's the man playing guitar, because I looked at it, and I'm like, that's a fucking Picasso. And it was. <laughs> um, but they're just like, they look at the artwork, and they're just like, oh my god, no, because Sam, Sam's busy in the kitchen or whatever. So they have terrible taste, because Picasso is great. Um, I like I like that style of art. Salvador Dali, we have the Dali Museum here in Tampa. I'm very into Dali. That's very different oh. from Picasso. It is very different from Picasso, but, like, I just love that, like, art that is different from reality. You know, the surrealist yeah. art is Surrealism, just yep. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, they don't have, like, utensils and things, which I don't know how they had them for the party in the last uh, episode, but they you don't You know, there's a lot there. of, there's a lot of issues in this episode with, um, continuity. Mm-hmm. Because also the entire... I'll talk about it later. There's another issue. <laughs> um, So they're like, where are the cups and saucers for coffee? Because they brought over a coffee cake. They're going to have coffee with a coffee mm, cake and yum. napkins and things. And Sam keeps magicking all these things to pop up so that she doesn't look terrible and is not the neighborhood the source of the neighborhood gossip, which she certainly <laughs> for would For some be. reason, I thought you were going to say the neighborhood whore. I don't know why. <laughs> Different movie, <laughs> different media, you know? I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh, oh, you poor thing. We're going to move. We're going to get through it, I swear. I know. <laughs> um, so the the uh, neighborhood Welcome Wagon's kids also have shown up and are upstairs playing and they see Endora. And they're like, I'm, I'm a cowboy. I'm an Indian and I'm the horse. And they're like, what are you? And she says, I'm a witch. And they say, because they're kids, and they think it's pretend, are you a good witch or a bad witch? And Adora goes, come see, come see. <laughs> I the just, best. I love it. So they're sitting around, the women are sitting around talking, and one of the moms, very much in reality, I thought this was such a real moment, goes, why is it so quiet? And the mm-hmm. other mom is like, the boys are very quiet. It's <laughs> bad when boys are quiet or something and like that. Si- and, yeah, and Sam, because she has no kids, is like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, if you've been around children at any point, quiet is bad. Very, very bad. Yes, it is. Especially with, like, it's like five boys. Yeah. There's three of them. Okay. I was close. There's there's three of them. Um, one belongs to each of the women, and then the third one, nobody knows whose kid that is. Well, <laughs> no, there's three women that come visit, right? Or is there four? Three, Gladys. Gladys, Gladys doesn't, doesn't have, have kids. kids, so one of them has yeah. two, one of them has one. 
Um, so they go upstairs and all three boys are tied up and Andorra is not there. And they're all just like, whatever, except for Gladys is like, how did all three of them get tied up? Which Gladys is smart. Yeah, Gladys ain't dumb. Gladys ain't dumb. So she so she goes downstairs to call her husband, who is across the street, yeah. to tell him. There are three kids that are tied up, and Abner, of course, doesn't care. We already established Abner doesn't give a shit about anything, except his crossword puzzles, very much like Stanley in the office. Also, um, putting. <laughs> and putting. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, Gladys calls Abner across the street. And then answers the back door. We have one black actor. <gasps> As not, uh, like, he has a profession. He's he's a telephone repair person. Yes, not too shabby. Not too shabby. He's there to hook up the telephone, which Gladys has just used. Gladys doesn't realize until she gets across the street that she used a telephone that doesn't work because Samantha had previously enchanted it to work. That time, that day, earlier Samantha had said it isn't hooked up yet. However, the day before she called 911, or she called the police to look at Mm -hmm. the dog. I'm just throwing that out there because continuity drives me nuts. Yep. So. I should have looked up the name of the black actor. Shoot, that would have been nice. It's okay. He... He was on screen for five seconds. I just thought it was worthwhile mentioning because yes. everybody so far has been white and we had a black actor who played a telephone repairman and not a stereotypical racist black person. Yes. He racistly just, depicted. He was just a character that happened to be black and it was great. Amen. That's how it should be. Yes, it should That's be. Correct. One thousand percent it should be. But unfortunately, <gasps> especially in 1964, it wasn't. It still isn't, but it's better now than it was in 1964. <laughs> mm. I mean, we're going to cover a lot of really good movies with almost all black casts. So. Oh, once we do Get Out and Us. Oh, can't oh. wait. Oh, my God. Although our next our next spoopy movie has already been chosen, so we're going to have to wait. Um, So, uh, Sam, the, the women leave because the boys are being rowdy or whatever. And... um. Sam is being really polite, even though they were not so nice to her. So, Andorra shows back up and is like, oh my god, like, why do you want to deal with all of that? And Sam is like, listen, just, like, will you come to dinner and meet Darren finally? Because this is ridiculous. And Andorra agrees. Which is great. Darren is dressed in a tuxedo to meet his (laughs) mother-in-law. Which, I don't know how you get away with meeting your mother-in-law and get, like, getting married and not meeting your mother-in-law i think they got married really quickly judging by the fact that also she's never met his friends oh true and sheila like went away for a while and came back and he was already married so i think it was supposed to be a very quick a quick engagement and marriage and yet they didn't have a baby not yet (laughs) i don't know i don't know i'm just we don't we don't know when Tabitha shows up. We're going to find out. There's a tap. There's a kid? Tabitha. I didn't know there was a kid. You never got as far as Tabitha? I've only ever seen the first episode before tonight. Oh, my God. Spoiler alert. There's a Tabitha. I assumed they had a child at some point. They have two. Oh. Sorry for those kids. Their parents suck. Don't talk about Elizabeth Montgomery that way. I'm talking about... Not Elizabeth Montgomery. I'm talking about Samantha. There's a difference. 
All right, all right, all right. We got to keep going. All right. So, <laughs> Darren is dressed in a tuxedo to meet his mother-in-law. Sam is also looking very nice, but, like, I don't, I don't She's know not in, like, a to... formal, bit, like, floor-length gown or anything. Right. She's got her hair up and stuff. So, but, like, so Darren, Darren's already trying too hard because it's Darren. So, Darren asks what Sam's mother looks like. And Sam's response, this is weird. She's five foot six and 118 pounds, which is like. Isn't what Endora is. No. She's the nor- like, she's thin. I mean, they don't show her in a tight outfit, so I have no idea. But the lady looks pretty tiny, like short. She does not look five foot six. Otherwise, the rest of them are gigantic. Yeah, I, and I also, but, like, the reason I wrote that down was because, like, describing people by their height and weight is toxic as fuck. Yeah. Your weight is not what defines you. No one knows my true weight, and it's going to stay that I way. don't give a shit about my true weight. I go by, like, how I feel, which is how you should. If you yep. feel great, then you're great. Yep. Okay? Even on days where you don't feel so great, just give yourself a hug and move on, baby doll. You're beautiful. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I have done a lot of shadow work about my body image. Yeah. So I'm just saying what works. Anyway, Darren is rightly worried about meeting Endora. And Sam is teasing him. But, like, Endora hates him. Endora hates him. It is funny, though, because she has he hasn't decided if Endora's a witch or not. So he keeps asking, like, he keeps, like, referencing, like, a pointy hat and stuff. Like, he keeps wondering if. She's basically, when he's asking what she looks like, he's trying to figure out if she's a witch as well. Right. Right. So, uh, Endora shows up looking fucking fabulous. Oh, we didn't discuss how funny it was when she switched all those outfits. Oh my god, yeah, that was funny. Okay, so Endora basically says, would he rather see me like this or this or this? And she switches between, like, old-fashioned and a motorcycle lady and, like... Um, Victorian, a pioneer gal. Like, it, it was just really, it was a good little shtick. It was. It was a good shtick. You got to show the witchcraft. Yep. You got to show the witchcraft. Just like in Twitches, all a witch really wants is to be able to snap her fingers and change her outfit, yep. okay? That's the moral of our entire podcast. Snap your fingers, change your outfit. <laughs> I need to figure out how to do this. Which god do I need to pray to? <laughs> and Dora keeps... She orders, she asks Darren for a drink with, uh, I think it's like Italian gin, a Spanish, a Greek olive and Spanish vermouth. And she's like, never mind, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get it myself because she's, she's, she's well traveled. She's been like in India or something like, so she snaps her fingers and makes it appear. She lights her own cigarette. She moves the ashtray. She teases Samantha for not handing her something instead of levitating it to her. And Darren's like, Samantha's not going to do that anymore. this is when shit gets real everything we've been talking about and dora is like she literally says why do you object to my daughter being herself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i had no words i was like sitting there with my mouth hanging open because i'm like i am so glad that i I, my mother never had to say that to a boyfriend of mine. Oh, but God. she would have. Yeah, she would have, as a mother should. Mine had to with my first boyfriend. Well, he shushed me. Oh no! 
no, no, no. And the way my mother looked at me, like, you're going to take that? But I was in an abusive relationship, so I took it. Mm, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Oh, it's okay. I was, like, 20. No. 20, 21. We, we do stupid things before yep. we hit 20. Yep. When you're, like, 21, it's your first boyfriend? Yeah. I learned. I lived and I learned. That's that's the only way you learn is by living. Yep, but he's still a piece of shit. Yeah, well. So, Endora and Darren, their fight escalates because Darren is like, Samantha and I are fine. We don't need you. And Endora's like, you are not being cool. So. <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it. <laughs> that's one way to put it. Endora is like shouting at him. And she's. But also calmly young, being like, fuck you, bitch. Pretty much, like she at one, she, the last thing she says is like, "You should be very grateful that I, you are not in an artichoke right now." And I'm like, "That's a very creative hex." Yes, it is. It's very effective. An artichoke. It's not even like a live a breathing thing. I do love artichoke dip though. I love artichoke dip too. Finish your art. Mm, yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> I know, honey. <laughs> And Dora threatens to keep watch over them, and then she disappears in a big, brilliant flash of green smoke. Yep. And Gladys is spying across the street, and I'm just going to gloss over that because it wasn't funny. Nope. Never is. But, uh, so, da- we cu- we're we basically at the end. Darren is freaking out, which he should be because his mother-in-law just threatened to turn him into an artichoke. And Sam, <laughs> Sam says, well, he's like, could you really turn me into an artichoke? And Sam says, Sure. But I could fix that. And he says, what? It's like, I turned myself into an artichoke, too. And I'm just like, no, Sam, no. <laughs> it's not the solution. Episode five. Help, help. Don't save me. This is this is where uh, Darren is such a dick. Oh, God. He so, started as a dick. He continues to be a dick. I think he redeems himself a little bit in episode six, but let's get through episode five first. Not much. Not much. <laughs> not by much, no. The punch in the face to the dog boy is not, you know. Sorry. V needs to drink her wine spritzer. It's vodka now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of wine. I went with vodka. Perfect. Sam is up at 4 a.m. And Endora is back to tease her about her husband... Working really, really hard because he's immortal and he has to work really, really hard. Also, she well, she, at first she was like teasing her because she was saying he was out of the house and like possibly cheating on her. And Sam is like, no, he's in the he's in the office. He's in the house. <laughs> he's just working really, really hard and just hasn't been, you know, hasn't been sleeping because he's working really hard yeah. on the side campaign, which is not for anything exciting. It's for soup. Coldwell, not Campbell, because they can't say Campbell. Oh my god, I didn't even catch that. Yep. Huh. Caldwell soup. So, I don't know. Darren is, like, working himself to death, which... I, I don't know. I I guess that's good, but I don't know. I don't want to work a job where I have to work until, like, four in the morning. No. He, like, literally isn't sleeping. That's not healthy. Unless you're a doctor and, like, saving the, like, lives, your work isn't worth that. Amen. Amen. Thank you. opinion. Thank you, healthcare workers. We love you. Yes. We love you very much. If you're not saving lives 
or like the president literally with lives in your hands it's not worth staying up till five in the morning and not sleeping it's not it's just an and it's just an ad campaign and so like the next day comes sam goes into checking on darren he's still working on his ads which are not even good nope they suck (laughs) they suck so sam because sam is great fixes them by her own creativity they still suck i don't know i think they're kind of clever i mean it's i didn't i didn't get maybe i just didn't get them i didn't get them a pretty kettle of fish the pot's right what does that have to do what does the kettle of fish have to do with the soup bouillabaisse is a seafood soup oh (laughs) okay That makes more sense. I don't like bouillabaisse, although I'm not a big fan. Um, of that in a can sounds revolting, disgusting. Prepackaged soup. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, like I will go for some Campbell's chicken noodle. Don't get me wrong, but bouillabaisse in a in a can. Yeah. No. That's just wrong. I don't know how you preserve seafood for that long, but we're getting ahead. I don't we're- know. Ask the people who. Take care of anchovies and tuna, I suppose. Oh. Well, tuna fish a lot of the times like really dried out because fresh tuna yeah. is not the way tuna fish like a tuna salad is. Yeah, I'll only eat the tuna salad version. I will not eat the fresh tuna. I love fresh tuna. I'm a big I don't like sushi. I love I love sushi, so I like vegetable sushi or crab and lobster sushi. Mmm. Oh, we can still make that work. We can still go on a sushi date. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll take you on a sushi date, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I just won't eat the raw fish. I'll eat all of the raw fish. <laughs> there you go. That's what Matt did. <sighs> oh, oh, it's a match made in sushi heaven. So There you go. Uh, Samantha fixes all of the ads. They're they're actually quite clever. So, like, it's just, like, a double entendre. So, like, it's bouillabaisse. It's a pretty kettle of fish and, like, things like that. It's very clever. She makes puns, basically. She makes puns out of the ads. And Darren is, like, really, really impressed. And then, all of a sudden, he's just like, wait a second. You're being a witch. And Samantha's like, no. It's just my imagination. I do have some, you know. That's her literal words. And it, like... He just thinks she's stupid. Darren's such a dick. Like, of course she is an imaginary or imaginative imaginary. (laughs) Imagine Darren with an imaginary witch wife. Is that that the plot twist the entire time? She's not real. (laughs) That's the actual plot twist. That's the actual ending to all nine seasons is that she's never been real. (laughs) He just has kids out of thin air. Oh my god, a mother. Or with Sheila. They're all with Sheila. Oh, damn. See, they would be beautiful, though. Yes, they would. (laughs) They would be beautiful. Darren accuses Samantha of using witchcraft to fix his ads because he thinks that she's just trying to make his life better, which, like, that's your worst case scenario, dude, is that your wife, who is a witch, magics your life better. And I think it's a valid question to ask once. Like, be like, hey, did you use magic for that? And when she says no, you believe her. You just believe her. You trust your partner. That's the other thing about this. You don't make too many compromises for your partner, and you trust your partner. Uh, Ideally, yeah. Ideally. 
<laughs> what you should do, yes, maybe not in 1964 TV land. Well, I mean, and, and sometimes it's difficult to trust your partner in other situations, but I don't want to like. Well, for sure. But they're already like married and stuff. Like you should be able to trust they're not straight up lying to I you. Feel, I feel like the assumption is to trust your partner first unless they give you reason otherwise, not the other way yes. around. It should Which be, is yes. what Darren does. Yeah. Yes. In a healthy relationship. So Darren is... <laughs> Basically, their relationship isn't healthy. <laughs> it's rocky and, like, shitty. And, like, as newlyweds, you would think that they would be just like, ah, la, 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 everything's great. But, like, this show is, like, she's a witch. So, like, all of these things are Wrong. terrible. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. Because, like, Darren's worst case scenario is that he makes... She makes his life better with magic and he just can't <laughs> he just can't deal with things being easy yeah darren sweetheart what trauma did you experience as a child <laughs> all right so samantha is obviously very upset that darren accused her of using witchcraft for something where she was just like organically using her imagination like i don't i don't know like i try to help Patrick creatively problem solve work shit and he does the sure. same with me like that's just you just share your problems and like as as a partner you want to help creatively problem solve you do want to help your partner right right and and he was struggling and staying up all night for a week she said and he couldn't get it right and she glanced at it and happened to have an idea because let's be honest fresh eyes often help amen Plus two heads are better than one. Like, all of that. Like, he provided Yes, some... and at the same time, when, like I said, it's a fair question to ask. The fact is that he didn't believe her when she said no. And he was so accusatory about it. He was so rude about it. He was so mean about it. As if the worst thing she could do is use her talents to help him. No shit. Because at, at the end of the day, her magic is a talent. Amen. Witchcraft. I mean, that's the thing. Because, like, here's the thing about... Here's another thing about witchcraft. Different practice. You hear about different practices, and like I say, my practice, and Kylie says her practice, because our practices uh-huh. are super different. First of all, yes, the things that we use and the things that we're attracted to are very different, just based on life experience, past life experience, if you believe uh-huh. in past life, but just and just like the general things that shape our day and our experience. Yep, and that's the thing. It's like witchcraft is unique to you. If anybody uh-huh. tells you that, like, you can't do X and you can't do Y, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yep. Like, when they tell you you can't be a witch without being a Wiccan, that's bullshit. Because neither of us are Wiccan. No way. I actually had someone ask me if I was Wiccan one time, and I got very upset because... Oh, believe me, online dating? <sighs> I said that in the beginning when... um. Because when I met Matt, I wasn't, like, fully a witch. I was into witchy stuff, but I didn't practice yet. Mm-hmm. So when, in the beginning, when he kind of handles her being a witch pretty well, honestly, he's kind of just like, oh, yeah, okay, like, blah, blah, blah. In the beginning, Darren, like, had, had me going for a second. But I wrote <laughs> down, I, w- I wish this was how it went when every guy I was dating <laughs> found out I was a witch. <laughs> because he was like, oh, yeah, fine. And I'm like... Yeah, usually they're either like, are you going to hex me? Or they're like, too into it? Hmm. Where it's like a kink thing where I'm like, I Mm-mm. don't want to be fetishized. Right. For my beliefs. Right. Like, I would love that you respect it and, like, are fine with it and great with it and, like, will listen to me talk about it. But I don't want it to be, like, 
the thing that turns you on because that's kind of weird too. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's not. It's just a part of me. It's not all that I am. Right. I'm also a sarcastic bitch. I could be fetishized. (laughs) (laughs) You say that because you're married. (laughs) I don't. I have like one fetish, which is Geralt of Rivia. (laughs) Excuse me. What is it? Geralt of Rivia. I don't know what that is. Okay. The Witcher. I've never watched it. Matt played the video game. Okay, so Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, yes. admittedly, yes, plays Geralt of Rivia. Girl, I got you. Have to check out my Instagram because oh my god, oh I'm my looking god. your Instagram. Yeah, because I reposted it because like I have I am weak in the knees for this man. Oh, it's him specifically. Him as Geralt of Rivia, yes. Like Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia with the long blonde hair and all that. The shit. smile. Oh God, I can't. Darren is Darren is doing exactly what Endora was afraid of is like not letting Sam be herself. Yep. Which is my whole problem with him, honestly. No, I agree. Like he's not he's trying to stop Sam from being herself and Sam is going along with it. It's just not okay. Like it's not okay. So the next thing we see is Darren meeting the soup guy, Caldwell Soup guy, and he he's not paying attention during the meeting. He's literally not listening to the client. So I'm like, okay, uh-huh. he can't be that good of an ad man. But I also uh-huh. admit he's exhausted because he's been like, just he just can't get it. You know, he just doesn't know yeah yeah how to how to do the campaign. But he's completely not listening to the client. He's thinking about like the argument with Sam. So that's that whole scene. Like Darren's just kind of being an idiot and not good at his job so yeah he's just trying to sell his original ideas and he refuses to use sam's ideas yes yes because he says he doesn't want to become dependent upon sam's witchcraft because he still thinks it's her witchcraft not her ideas (sighs) i would so be dependent on it i would not care and who cares oh my god i got so lucky to marry a witch who by the way like a whole thing about witchcraft is in a lot of in a lot of movies and TV show and media in general, there's like a negative side of it. There's like a when you do something, something bad happens, that kind of idea. Karma. <laughs> karma, basic basically, but also like a direct a direct karma. Like yeah. you do something, you create something, and something gets taken away from someone else. That kind of idea. This is literally just like pure fun magic. Right. Like, why wouldn't you be ecstatic that your wife can just, like, make you a drink or make your work life better? Or, like, I would be like, fuck yeah, I wouldn't the luckiest person in the world. But also, like, if she could just, like, magic you from home to the office, you wouldn't have to ride the damn train every day. Oh, my God. An hour and a half train ride? They could spend all that time having sex like they want to. Which is, they have no... I will truly say their kissing makes me so uncomfortable. Same! Thank you! It's the weird kissing from, like, the 60s and early 70s where all they do is they mush their faces together and just move back and forth, but they're not actually French kissing. Right. They're just, like, smushing their faces together. I don't think they have any chemistry. No, I, I, I agree. But again, like we've been talking about, I love Lucy the entire time because Lucy and Desi were actually married. Mm-hmm. So they have chemistry. Yep. Although they slept in separate beds, didn't they? Or is that the first show that they showed them together? They, 
that was in the show. I don't know about their real life. Yeah, but in this one, they actually show them. They they don't show them in bed yet, but they have one bed in their room. They do have one bed in their room. However, Abner and Gladys have two separate beds. Because when you're older, it's horrifying if you had sex as an older couple. <laughs> Ew. Okay, but I don't want to think of those two. I mean, I don't. I don't. And I'm. I don't. <laughs> but also, so like, God forbid an older couple have sex. Right. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> anyway. But that's. It's definitely why. That's a huge part of why they probably showed them separate is because that's not what you technically want to think about. Right. Like, God. Yeah. God forbid, like, a married couple share the same bed. I. Uh, I can't. I can't. Actually, at the beginning of I Love Lucy, they shared a bed and then they separated them at some point. Yeah, that's what I think them sharing a bed was like the first time on TV that they showed a couple together in bed. Mm-hmm. I want to, I feel like that's a fun fact I remembered from my childhood. But anyway. So uh, we cut back to Sam. Sam is vacuuming the house by hand, not using any magic. And then all of a sudden you hear the little xylophone sound of Endora's magic and there's a horse collar around Sam's neck which I think is clever as hell <laughs> and and Endora shows up and she says well you're working like a horse I thought you'd want to look like one fair enough fair housework is hard if you didn't have to do it I think you're stupid to do it I I, I would one okay I have a Roomba Okay, it's not the Roomba brand Roomba, but like, is that not witchy magic? Like, my I push a button and my vacuum does the work for me. There's a non Roomba brand Roomba. It's called Yuffie. Does it work the same? Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, interesting. I love it. Is it just less expensive? I feel like it was about the same. Oh, okay. Robot, you know, just robot vacuum in general. There's, you know, you're just too cool for a Roomba. I see how it is. No, we just Patrick. (laughs) <laughs> looked up a bunch of reviews, and that was the one he chose, and he's very good at that tech shit, so. I love it. So, and Dora also, uh, Sam is also saying, you know, that she explains the fight with Darren, and she says, well, you know, I I maybe shouldn't have helped him. And Dora goes, oh, that's charming, Samantha. We haven't had a martyr in the family since the Salem witch trials. <laughs> That is the first true laugh the show has given me. In episode five, watching it, that was the true first laugh I got out of me. See, this is the thing is the show doesn't actually appeal to witches. It just appeals to housewives. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but it was that was just a funny joke. That was a good joke. Um, Sam says that she's going to apologize to Darren. And, and I thought this was quite scandalous oh. for the 60s. She oh. says she's going to put on the sexiest dress she owns. I was like... You could say sexy on television in the 60s. She's going to blow him. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's not fine because she doesn't need to apologize. But can, but can we please remake this show for 2020? Because <laughs> I would love for a modern TV remake of Bewitched with like a more diverse they cast. They did that. It's with Nicole Kidman. That's a movie. Like, I mean a show that's done properly and, like, not misogynistic as fuck, you know? Yeah, I don't know if you could do the show without the misogyny. It's kind of part of it. I would love to see it, though. Like, just give me one season. 1,000%. I would love to see it. There's so many remakes out right now. That's the one I would rather see. Yeah, like, just, I mean, they redid Animaniacs. Like, why not be which? They redid Sabrina, which we're going to have to cover both. Hell Yeah. 
hell yeah. All right. So Darren comes home. Samantha's being super sweet, super apologetic, and Darren is still yelling at her. Yeah, he's really bad in this episode. He's being so self-absorbed. He just... And this is the point where I was like, is this... This is just what his parents taught him, I imagine, that he gets whatever he wants out of his wife. I just... I can't believe that a human being could be so self-absorbed as the way Darren is being with his wife, whom he supposedly loves, unless he was taught that his wife should just agree with him all the time, which she is. She's like, I'm sorry... I made dinner. I'm super cute. I did everything by hand. I'm not doing witchcraft. Like, I'm doing everything you asked me to do. And he's still being an ass. Mm Mm-hmm. He's the worst. He calls her a liar. Yep. He he calls her a liar. And then Samantha does the best thing possible. Yes, she does. She turns invisible and packs (laughs) up all of her shit. And her her invisible body carries her physical luggage out the door. And magic's the door locked, and she leaves. (laughs) Even he's trying to stop her the whole time, and she's like, fuck this shit. You called me a liar? I am out. Agreed. Agreed, though. Oh, yeah. That's that's too far. That's the worst thing. Because, again, this comes down to trust in your partner. You trust your partner. They have no trust. If you don't have any trust in your partner, like, why are you even in the relationship? However, she did hide the fact that she was a witch. (laughs) She she told him on their wedding night that I I don't. I think it's a mess all around. It is a mess all around. You're you're completely right, Kylie. You're completely right. Thank you. I love hearing that. You're totally right, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> and Dora shows up, and she and Sam vanish away together. Yeah, and Sam puts on like a cloak. Like a yeah, it's like pretty blue flowy cloak, and they just like disappear together. And I love it because like Sam, like Endora just holds on to her daughter, and they just vanish together. And I'm just like, Endora is such a good mom. Yes, she is. She's there for her kid for sure. Such a great mom. So, uh, the next scene we see, Darren looks like hell, which he should. He isn't shaved. Yep. He isn't showered. He looks like he hasn't slept, which of course he hasn't. Um, his boss comes in. And his boss, who is also Nass, clear- <laughs> he clearly doesn't care about his own wife. Like, the misogyny levels are just, like, through the roof yep. with this guy. It's deep. It's Oof. deep. So, like, his boss, all he can say, like, Darren's like, I lost the the Caldwell account and my wife. And he's like, that's terrible. Your wife, too? And, yeah. <sighs> Oof. So, <laughs> Darren decides that Samantha's too important. And he shows Samantha's ideas to Caldwell. And I'm like, okay, maybe we're going to be okay. <laughs> and and the boss, because the boss loves them. And so they show the ideas and the boss is being super dramatic. And then Caldwell hates the ideas. Yeah, Caldwell's just a shitty. He's a weirdo. Yeah. He's a fucking weirdo. He thinks soup. And he's just old as hell. And yeah. He thinks soup should be sexy on its own. <laughs> <laughs> gross i hate soup i have never i like lobster bisque and that's about it but it's not a sexy I, i've food. never had it and it scares me oh i love Ooh, see i love seafood so you live in florida though i don't know i might be neptune's daughter <laughs> also it's just like fresher by you i'm sure oh definitely yeah i've always yeah, <laughs> yeah. although some of the best calamari i ever had was in alberta canada so riddle me that but so 
so Caldwell hates the ideas. Darren is like very ecstatic though that Caldwell hates the ideas because it means Sam didn't use witchcraft. That's what he needed to confirm what his wife has been telling him this whole time. Right. So he goes back to the house and Darren believes Sam can hear him, which is like, I feel like it was giving into the idea that she was a witch a little bit like she was around, you know? He knew. Yeah, he, he knew. knew. He knew she was around. And so he's making a pretty decent apology, actually. Mm-hmm. He says that he was being selfish and he was being rude. And so Sam, because she wants to be a good wife, it's like, I forget. Oh. She shows back up and she she's like, I forgive you. Without, without discussing the real problem. That was my only issue with it. See, in that, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Because it's just, thank it, you. It's just, no, it's just not, it's just not. It's just not healthy. Well, and I'll say something about marriage. Is I've been married for five years in February. and with God, you're so old. I'm I know. Well, Pat- Patrick and I have been together eight years. And Damn. Um, when you find the right person, it only gets better and deeper Aww. the longer. Aww. I know. It's really cheesy. But, like, I will say when we first got together slash got married, everything was, like, more intense and discussions were more intense and stuff. And, like, yeah. But, like, I've never believed in letting shit drag out. Like, my mom has even said this to me. Like, Patrick and I have had fights in front of my mom, like, when we go to visit, just so that we can get it over with. Like, (laughs) it's not fucking... Because you stew. You stew, and it's terrible. But, like, when when you're first together... And these, like, big dramatic fucking fights happen because you're just like, is this going to be the thing? I don't know. But, like, the longer you're in it and the more you're like, this is my person. And, like. We'll figure it out. You just learn that you'll figure it out. Well, and I think that that's part of what Sam understands about Darren is that, like, that's. She's a witch and she has intuition and that's just who she chose. Yeah. I hope that's what it is. I hope that's what it is, too, because I really... Not just internalized misogyny and it being 1964, so she just takes whatever a man gets Well, because because she could could literally have any life she wanted, because she... Her mother travels around the world. Like, Sam can go anywhere she wants. Oh, she loves him. She definitely loves him. She loves him. him. I mean, she, she does make a lot of compromises, but it's just like, Darren is an idiot, and Sam is like, he's my idiot, though. Kind of, yeah. The only the only reason I have a problem with it, he could be misogynistic asshole, nineteen sixty four, whatever. The fact that his whole thing is her giving up her magic just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Beyond, beyond. But anyway, so end of this episode. So end of this episode. Sam plants the idea for the ad campaign in Darren's head. Naturally, naturally. naturally. Well, because. Darren, after apologizing to his wife, runs back to the office, even though he went all the way out to Long Island and all the way back. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's just drama for TV's sake. But mm-hmm. Mandora shows up and she's like, I can't believe you gave him a hint. And she's like, a little bit goes a long way. And I was like, oh man, that's what I do in tarot readings all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, the card is right there and I'm just like, you need to do this thing. But I can't do it for you. This is the thing you need to do. <laughs> and that, like, again, it's ma- that's magic. But it's, like, it's not. And that's the thing Sam realizes is she can't just, like, give him. She can't just draw all over his papers. She just has to give him a little hint. 
I know, in order for Kylie. in order for his ego to take it, she has to just give him a hint. And he even says, like, you inspired me, and that's how it should be. I don't know. It's it's a nice sentiment if you think about it. If it was just if it was now and you yeah. were like, you inspired Patrick to do something that's super sweet. However, the point is that he called her a liar and yeah. And, and like made it seem like she did the worst thing in the world by possibly using her talents to help him in a pretty dire situation. He was it was literally the day of and he'd been up for nights on end. Like wouldn't you want someone to like wouldn't you help you out? Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. But anyway, I would too. I would too. He's he's just a selfish asshole. Yeah. He he is. He's a man. He is. He is. He's like the worst stereotypes of a man. He is the worst stereotypes of a man. Well, we said we would do six, but five seems like an organic ending. So we'll pick up a six in three weeks? Somewhere yep. around there. After another spooky and another cute, yep. we'll do this. Yep, three weeks. So, but that's that's the first five episodes of Bewitched. We really want to know what you guys think because, <sighs> <laughs> hallelujah, we made it. It, it's a borderline miracle. I made it through that. This has been... It's been two hours of... Okay, so I watched it for, th- what, three hours? Recorded it for two hours. Took a break in the middle to eat some mac and cheese. It's been a ride. And if you guys love it, we will keep doing it. If you truly hate it, we will stop. <laughs> Kylie is hoping you'll hate it. <laughs> no, I'm not. If, no, if know, we get a ton of hits, like which we really appreciate you guys have been watching. Yes. Or watching, Jesus. We really appreciate you guys have been listening. Um, it's been picking up a little bit, which is great. I hope you guys are enjoying the last few episodes. We're on Apple Pod now. Yay. And we're on pretty much every outlet you can think of. Yeah. Which obviously you know if you're listening. But either way. Um, if you guys react well to this. If you interact with us. If you listen. Really just downloading and listening is like the biggest thing you can do. If you leave us reviews and stuff like that. We will know to keep going. If we do another one and, like, both of them have no listens and no one cares, then we'll stop. But as of right now, it was a lot of fun to talk about. We'll find some other way to talk about feminist bullshit. Yes, we will. <laughs> I mean, it's not bullshit. It's valid. It's just... You know. Yes. it's We'll find another way to get on our soapbox for sure. Oh, hell yeah. We always do. Yeah. We always do. Follow us at Witch Theater with an R-E mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram. And follow me at The Archivist Witch. Follow me at Mystical Millennial. And take a listen to the Mystical Millennial podcast, which I do with my husband, Patrick, and other various. Who we talk about. Who we talk about. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If you, if you, if y'all are super curious about Patrick and our relationship, we are who we are on the Mystical Millennial (laughs) podcast. It's quite fun. Um, <laughs> the edits are not very strict on that part. <laughs> I'm a little stricter than they are. <laughs> yeah, I think I. Agree you guys would not um, not even understand how much I cut out of this. Shit. You can't believe some of the side conversations and weird shit we talked about. <laughs> she has V has one other podcast though. What is it called? V Fabulous Fools Tarot Book Club podcast. We are dropping an episode in a week from the publication of this uh, uh, witch theater episode, and the book is Black Tom, which is a black. Is it about Black Philip? No, it's about. Uh, it's based off of Black uh, Philip. Black Philip. 
crown goes out his head. <laughs> did y'all like? Did y'all like the Legend of Bathy? Because. Um, I missed the movie after watching six hours or six episodes of Bewitched. <laughs> I missed the witch so much that I will say that movie went by quick. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Oh, right. I miss Hocus Pocus. Oh my God. Oh, Kylie, we have not even talked about what we're watching next week. The shit is about to get real. We are watching the first paranormal activity. No. Which is my personal all-time favorite spoopy movie. Yay! It is what got me. It is what got me into spoopy movies. I get to do the recap. I am so fucking excited. I'm really excited too. <laughs> She's excited because I'll finally like what we're watching. I yes, it's realistic. <laughs> hey, I like Hocus Pocus twitches. I just and I liked a good portion of the witch. I just thought the middle lagged. I convinced you a little bit on the Blair Witch too. Oh, oh, but I, I want, I loved the Blair Witch the first, okay, this is a whole, I'm going to cut this out, but I loved the Blair Witch the first time I watched it. I liked it less the second time, I think, just because I was looking too critically at it instead of just enjoying it. See, I was looking critically at it, and I, I, anyway, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, so yes, we're talking about Paranormal Activity. We will... See you next week. We hope you have a lovely Thanksgiving. Remember that <clears throat> Native Americans were slaughtered. Yeah. Anywho, still enjoy a good day with your families. Hopefully be safe. Socially distance, please. Ooh. So follow Notorious Cree on Instagram, who is a very Cree cool. Cree like C-R-E-E. Yes, because very okay. cool Native American uh, Cree dancer shows a lot of cool. <gasps> oh, cool! I love his account. He did he did a Cree dance to "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana, and I almost <laughs> cried. It was so great. You but, know who else we should plug? Hmm. Mindy. Yes, that's who I was gonna say. One yes. of one of the people we buy crystals from is Native Crystal Works. Mindy is an indigenous crystal seller. She is Cherokee. She has amazing specimens. Yeah, she has amazing. She has a lot of specimens, and we are specifically pointing her out because those are the people we should be honoring, honestly, during the week of Thanksgiving. That yes. is who should we we should be paying attention to instead of William and uh, Thomason yeah. from The Witch. <laughs> well, Thomason got wise, but the rest of them are dead. Yeah. <laughs> Thomason got wise and was probably like, yeah, this is bull- like if she was a real witch, then she was like, yeah, Native Americans. She really, was. Their culture should really be preserved. There's a reason she switched teams super fucking fast. That's what I said, yo. I mean, like, you. I know. Were like she switched super fucking fast, and I, my comment was, so did I. <laughs> yep, you sure did. Okay, we love you guys. We will talk to you, or hopefully, you will listen to us next week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>